How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Locked on Bucks presented by brewhoop.com. Frank Madden and Eric Name. We talk about the Milwaukee Bucks every day. The winning record Milwaukee Bucks, uh, they're back above 500. The Milwaukee Bucks took down the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, at times, rock fight-ish game uh, in that fourth quarter, early fourth quarter. Uh, but overall, I mean, tough to complain too much. 111-93. Uh, they take control in the third quarter. Gets a, a flurry of threes from Mirza Toledovic in the fourth quarter when uh, neither team was kind of getting anything going and ultimately didn't even need. They were at Giannis their peak rock fight, I think. At that. their peak rock fight. Um, Eric, uh, how you feeling about that win? We were kind of trying to, I guess, manage our expectations and trying to uh, reverse jinx the, uh, you know, energyless start after the big win on Tuesday. And, and I don't know if the Bucks came out with a great, great effort tonight, but um, they were certainly good enough and consistent enough, and they hit 15 out of 34 threes. So what more do you want? Um, I don't think you could really ask for much more. I know uh, the thing I wrote at ESPN Milwaukee today was like, okay, the, the Cavs win was cool. That's obviously a great night for everyone. But last year, the night... The game after they beat the Cavs, it was three days later. They lose by almost 30 to the Wizards. Uh, Then when they beat the Warriors and give them their first loss, three days later they play the Lakers and lose by 20. And it, it, like, obviously beating the Cavs, having Giannis outplay LeBron is a momentous, awesome occasion. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's hard for me to really feel like that's a great thing. If you drop one of the, I mean, if you would have dropped tonight's game to the nets or really, if you drop Saturday night's game to the nets, like winning both of those after beating the, putting a beat down on the Cavs, that as a whole makes me feel really good. So two thirds of the way there. Um, and I guess kind of, like you said, the start of the game wasn't super encouraging um kind of listless kind of just playing around a little bit with the nets letting them stay in it a little bit of sloppy stuff uh to start and then i don't think you could describe the the second half in any other way other than professional that is what a a good professional basketball team does is come out and just take it to a team that they're better than and and that's what they did in that third quarter. I think third third quarter they. Uh, you know, you know what it was, Eric. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, that's Taking what it care was. Taking business, TCB, no doubt about it. Um. BTO, BTO, TCB. I hate the song, by the way. Yeah. It's a really, I, I really dislike the song, but um, I do like taking care of business on the road against a bad team. And uh, I mean, th- I think it was 38 to 27 in the third quarter. Like that is a, a professional basketball team realizing they're better than the other NBA team they're playing and just saying, you know what? Enough is enough. 
Yeah, and the Nets hit enough threes, it seemed like, uh, in those first three quarters to sort of, you know, the Bucks kind of never could get much breathing room on them. Um, it, it's so weird. I mean, Brooke Lopez hits four out of 12 shots, three out of eight from three, only <laughs> one out of four on twos. And um, I don't know. I'm not, I don't, I mean, look, I, I think it's great that when guys who, who are able to shoot threes do shoot threes, but it is kind of bizarre seeing uh, Brooke Lopez basically becoming only a uh, spot-up three-point shooter. I mean, not not that that's what he's done oh. overall this season. But you didn't it, see that move was... off the dribble, Frank? You see yeah, that he little did. floater, too? He, he did have a little floater tonight. <laughs> I guess that was his, that was his only two-point shot. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, um, you know, kind of a good enough game. I mean, this is sort of the type – these are the types of results that, again, you got to get if if you're going to be serious about making the playoffs. And um, the Bucks now three and four – away from the Bradley Center. And last year they won 10 times, I think, in 41 games. This year, three out of seven. Uh, and look, you mean, I'm not saying that we can just prorate that out from, from here, but uh, again, the big difference between two years ago and last year was two years ago, they were 18 and 23 on the road. And this, and or sorry, two years ago, they were 18, 23. Last year, they were 10 and 31, I think it was. So um, again, being able to just sort of grind out wins against bad teams on the road, um, that's kind of step one to to becoming a, a, a solid NBA basketball team, and obviously then taking care of bad teams and some good teams at home is um, is kind of the the general recipe that you need. And Bucks now nine and eight overall, three and four away, uh, six and four at home, and have a chance to move to ten and eight uh, against the Nets again on Saturday. So I think that's positive. Um, I also just like that Giannis just sort of it was. I mean, again. I mean, he took care of business. I mean, 23 points on 14 shots, eight rebounds, eight assists, four steals, two blocks, <laughs> no turnovers, which I like to see because he's had some high turnover games of late. Yes. Um, it, it was just kind of funny because, I mean, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, a guy that, uh, you know, has a reputation as a, a, a versatile, good defender. But, it, I mean, Rondé Hollis Jefferson, you're, you're too small, dude. You're 6'7". <laughs> I mean, 6'11 wingspan, like, that's great against 95% of, you know, small forwards but um against mere mortals that would be against fine. mortals but against Giannis, uh you know 30 minutes is all he needed to put up nearly a triple double and let's be honest we were all kind of waiting to jump on jason kidd if the nets had gotten it down to like four or five points in the fourth quarter kid kind of was you know i think again i think kid likes to obviously stretch out his bench units to start the fourth to see if he can buy minutes for for his starters which you know i mean that's a common thing for for coaches to do obviously um and of course i you know and i think many of us were hoping to see Giannis early because <laughs> we also wanted to see him not only protect the lead but but try to go for that triple double um and kid kind of rolled wrote out that the bench unit which you know the nets just couldn't score uh and eventually mirza Toledovic found his rhythm from deep uh was cool to see him play he played 19 minutes three out of eight it seemed like he i think he missed maybe his first three shots and then um got a, a rattle out that went then rattled back in uh for his first three and then splashed two more jason terry hit a three um and uh malcolm brogdon four out of seven from three uh excuse me three out of four from three four out of seven overall uh, hit a couple big ones in the third quarter when Giannis just kind of went into drive and kick mode and uh, and set up, I think, three three three-pointers uh, in that third quarter. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, four steals, two blocks. I mean, just kind of another night at the office for Giannis, uh, plus 14. Even Jabari Parker and John Henson, plus 10 and plus 13. 
man. It's good stuff. Going to turn around some of those uh, bad net ratings uh, at this pace. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. I mean, Jabari was 9 out of 14, 22 points. Um, and it was kind of like a very, uh, I don't know, like... It, like it didn't feel like he scored 22 points on 14 shots. It felt like sort of some of like maybe some of the same struggles carried over a little bit, but I don't know, maybe I'm just He got blurring, two, he got two garbage the last time buckets. Oh. Yeah, he got he had 6 points in the last few minutes when he came back in late, which um I, I thought I thought it was kind of interesting. I mean, look, I'm I'm a, you know, I'm a stat whore uh when it comes to my favorite <laughs> players. So, I'm 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 <laughs> I'm always happy to see them come in and and get some more garbage time buckets. Um Maybe I think that might have been Kid maybe trying to get uh, Jabari some confidence, getting getting him a little bit, you know, some some chances to go at him. He kind of just bullied Ronnie Hollis Jefferson. It was kind of Ronnie Hollis Jefferson. Ronnie Hollis Jefferson had a long night at the office. He had a couple of garbage buckets himself at the end. Um, broke Malcolm Brogdon's ankles at one point, but um, Parker just sort of bullied him for a couple buckets. Uh, and it was almost like Jabari was embarrassed to, to even have to score yeah. on him. Yeah. Uh, in the last last few minutes, um, but uh, I think you know. To be honest, I think Jabari and I think Della Vadova went to the table when the Bucks were up, maybe like twelve or something like that, and then they hit another like three or two. So, um, so it was kind of you know the game kind of even got away further after after they were about to come in. So, um, so yeah, I mean, again, convincing win. Bucks continue to uh, you know, as we saw in Orlando, uh, start to show some maturity in, in winning road games and and have a chance at uh, getting two games above 500 on Saturday. Some interesting things I thought tonight. John Henson threw a backdoor pass to, I believe it was Jabari, a um, little bounce pass, and I tweeted out Henson Dime, and I don't think I've ever tweeted that out before. Um, that was that was cool and interesting. Uh, and it wasn't the only nice pass Henson made. I think there was a couple where he, he made nice kickouts and I don't even know if they hit the threes off it. Um, but he was active and fun offensively, um, which may be a, a byproduct of playing the Brooklyn nets. I'm more than willing to admit, but, uh, that was still fun to see. Um, Mirza hitting threes, obviously fun to see and i guess with him there was certainly some struggle early on in that game uh shaking off a little bit of that rust uh, that he might have had um his first couple stints weren't weren't awesome um but that i think overall in the fourth quarter he really was able to to show off a little bit there and you mentioned it there with with kid trying to get some more minutes out of, uh, of the, that bench unit. And I, I tweeted something at the start of the fourth quarter. that was like, I've had enough of this fourth quarter. Um, and we were four minutes in and I think the teams had scored a combined six points. And I would assume most people took it to mean that I had had enough of that lineup, but really I was just referring to the awful basketball that was being played and for some reason the officials decided to swallow their whistles at the start of the fourth quarter because they i I don't know why they did it but man there was a brooke lopez three where he got his arm ripped off there was greg monroe in the lane with three people grabbing his jersey like it, it it turned it it was ugly basketball no one could make a shot plus the officials weren't calling anything and it just devolved into 
a rock fest, I guess. Um, but just Let's call it a rock fight. A rock fight. <laughs> I like. I yeah, feel a rock, a rock fest feels more musical. I guess, but like I was trying to figure out above rock fight, like that. Maybe that was the peak of the rock fight. I don't know, but there there was there was major rock fight going on uh, throughout that game. Um, Monroe, solid. That's it's not really a surprise at this point. Uh, you mentioned Brogdon. Brogdon, I got. I would have to look up the stats, but I think it's something like seven of his last ten threes, or maybe nine of twelve, or something of that nature. Um, but he has been on fire from three. Um, so that's exciting. And Delvadova three for four from three. So the Bucks point guards hitting threes is is an exciting thing um that I that I'm enjoying. And then finally, Giannis, man, like he's not he's not fair. Um and he's especially not fair when he steps into two threes confidently and then starts using his pump fake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was he, he got he got a couple of guys to bite on the pump fake from three, uh which was great to see. I mean again, hashtag shot equity. Uh, we saw it again tonight. Yeah, and, and really, it, it's the same thing that I, I don't even. I know when he was he started to use the shot fake, and I think it might have been he'd only hit one or something like that. But just again, having that confidence to shoot the three to show that I will put this up, so you better cover me. Just that is enough to actually get people and fool people and, and get a good look. Uh, on a shot fake so uh hopefully both Giannis and Jabari continue to recognize that and confidently step into jumpers and just use it as a weapon just weaponize that shot equity and just roll from there um and finally with Giannis I tweeted at the end of the third quarter triple double alert and five by five alert I feel like that's not the last time I'm going to tweet something like that this season and uh, someone said that we should get a name for it on Twitter. I should really see who it was, but I, I, it's one. It's a lot of characters for me to use. Triple double and five by five alert. That's a, that's not a succinct way to use Twitter, but I feel like there should be a name for it, and, and it's going to be a Giannis thing. So I don't know if we should throw that out to people to brainstorm. If you have ideas, tweet them at us. Um, I, I would appreciate that. Uh, put it in the comments section, whatever, whatever you want to do. But I think that we need a name for that alert, both the five by five and the triple double same game. Yeah. I, I, last year at some point, um, last year I made some prediction that Giannis was going to get a triple double, like in the second half last season, when he was racking up triple doubles, I made a prediction that either he or Draymond green, one of them was you know there was like a race between the two of them to see who would get the first triple double five by five mm-hmm. um and uh we're still waiting but uh, i mean it seems like only a matter of time and we've seen Giannis have two games where he's had uh a you know five a, a game where he's had a double double and a uh five and at least five assists and five steals and come short and had multiple blocks yeah he had the one triple double he had one triple double against the magic where he had a triple double five by three um so it's um 
or not five by three, five by four actually. And then he had three blocks. So yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, his numbers right now are just kind of stupid. Um, <laughs> illogical, like totally illogical. Yeah. The fact that he does what he does offensively and then adds in depending on the night between blocks and steals, So stocks like five to six stocks a night like it's <laughs> stop like it's just it, is that a term have i never am i have i never heard that for, for a reason did you just make no, that I up think or is that a thing? thing isn't that a thing think i think stocks is a it, thing. it sounds better than than bleals so <laughs> it most yeah. certainly does um no i think stocks is a thing i think i okay. when like ak-47 used to do stuff i feel like i heard people mention stocks i don't know Okay. Maybe I made it up. Um, also, Giannis up to uh, 23% on threes after his little binge, <laughs> relatively speaking. <laughs> um, Jabari, by the way, I'm just since I'm looking at the stats, um, those numbers starting to look really promising. Malcolm Brogdon's up to 41.7% from three on 2.1 threes a game in 20 minutes. So that's actually like not like not comically low volume either. Yeah. Delhi. 36.5%, uh, Jabari Parker, 35.3%, Toledovic, 39%, Jason Terry still at 38.8%, Snell, only 30% even, um, and everybody continues to chase Thonmaker <laughs> at 50%. He did airmail one tonight, but he did have his first career NBA block tonight, so that was, uh, that was good for him. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if I have that much to add. I mean, anything... Uh, you're looking out for uh, this will double as our as our preview for the Saturday night game. Anything else that you're looking out for as far as uh, what we might see on Saturday from these teams? Uh, the Nets aren't very good. No, no. I mean they'll they'll shoot three. Like right? they they shoot enough threes that they'll have like they have enough volatility from a scoring standpoint. Correct. I guess that you know they could score some points, but they're terrible defensively. Um, and and yeah, so. Uh, you should be able to outscore them even if they have a hot shooting night. Um, every but, time, uh, every time Giannis or Jabari has the ball, I think they should score because there, there's just not yeah. a guy on their roster, no matter on their bench, their starters, their D league team, anywhere. There's not a player that I think can cover either of those two guys. And there's just so many times where there's comically bad defensive lineups against them that it, it should be another win and again if they take care of business and win those games then i i mean i'm i'm as happy as can be because they've struggled with it this year they've had some stinkers against some some stinky teams um they've played some bad teams very poorly this year um and then they've also ended up winning some games against some bad teams where they came out poorly. Um, I think we saw that a couple times with the Magic, um, but tonight they came out poorly and then took care of business in the third. So uh, I would I would kind of hope that they would take care of business a little bit earlier, but if it's in the third quarter and it's a professional win like it was uh, tonight, then I'm, I'm a happy player. I'm, I'm just a happy guy. Uh, before I forget, we told people – if they yes. uh, shouted out our promo code or, or if they shouted us out as using our promo code on uh, Twitter, we would give them a shout out on the pod. So Alex Koenig or Koenig, 
That would be the official <laughs> German way to say it. I was just, yeah, of it mean, course, Frank. It means king in German. So, Alex, you are a king in our book. Uh, Alex <laughs> used the SeatGeek promo to go to the Big Big Ten Championship game. Uh, so he's going he's gonna to have, a, hopefully, a fun Saturday night. Not watching the Bucks, but hopefully the Bucks also play well before the Badgers on Saturday. Uh, I was going to say, the last time Wisconsin won in Indy Final Four, I had a fantastic night. Um, so I, I hope he does the same. And uh, John Jolly Hines um, also using the promo code, I believe. Uh, actually, no. I think he may have just said something nice about us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he actually used the promo code. No, no. He John John Jolly Hines uh, said that he didn't like me until uh, I stood up for Boston Market. So uh, shout out to John Jolly Hines <laughs> for being on that B Market train. Uh, um, <laughs> And uh, we're not shouting out Shafty Bro because uh, Mike doesn't said he didn't want to shout out, even though he used the promo code. So you're not getting a shout out, Shafty yeah, Bro. Yeah, take that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So good night, solid night. Um, these are the nights that you know good teams should have. Win by 18 on the road. Don't bring your A game, but but still crank out a, a good win and. Um, I, let, let's see. Let's see how long it takes the Bucks to break to the 15 out of 34 mark, uh, which I guess is the high for the Jason Kidd era, right? Um, they were at 14 out of 33 early in the season. That was our previous high, I believe, and uh, kind of quietly just snuck in with a bunch of threes at the end there yep. to break that mark tonight and put the game away. And um, yeah, I mean, we said if you play Toledovich, you're you're going to probably shoot a lot of threes and. Um, we will see see how it goes moving forward. And I guess, see, I can't really complain about Giannis not playing as much in the fourth quarter because I was I've been demanding that Toledovich plays. So <laughs> you have been. I'd be a hip, I'd be a hypocrite if I was like, you know, bitching and moaning about Giannis not coming in to get some stats uh, when when Mirza was out there and and actually then started to get a rhythm. So hopefully that continues to to you know be something we see a little bit more of. Although let's be honest, Mirza does not need. Uh, much time to to get warm so no, he gets hot in a hurry um, so anyway and and Rashad Vaughn even getting getting a, a couple minutes I was I was tempted to say yesterday that I expected Rashad Vaughn to be recalled from the D-League not because they wanted to play him in Brooklyn but because uh they could save money on a plane flight by having him <laughs> fly back with the team uh, from from New York since he was playing in Westchester for the uh, Knicks D-League affiliate so do you think uh, he got on that flight probably yeah I, I have to think so. I mean, that would that would have been pretty cold if they brought him back for for this this game and then told him like, okay, actually, Rashad, you're going to go right back to the Westchester Knicks. We don't need you on Saturday. You think so? What if we? What if you just told him that before the game? Like, well, if you told you're if you you're an, that, you're an hour away, like, yeah, drive down fair. for the day and then we'll get you back and you can or we'll get you back to Westchester and you can play some more and yeah. that's that, like. I guess one thing I thought was interesting today, sorry to stretch this out any further, um, but one thing I thought was interesting was when the, the Vaughn news broke was a bunch of people were... Broke. My, <laughs> uh, a, a bunch of people were in my mentions asking, why are they doing this? Uh, why do they keep moving up and down? And it was just like, well, Westchester is an hour from Brooklyn. Like This means they got another day of their trainers and coaches getting to have contact with Rashad. Um, so that, that seems like a good thing, um, to have 
your guys get some get some time with them. So uh, I, I do think because of baseball and like getting moved up or down to triple a or double a or whatever is a big deal that people kind of maybe put the same the same emphasis on it in the nba when maybe that's not how they view it like maybe the bucks just think okay he was close by let's have him come practice with us and maybe they'll send him back down tomorrow or maybe like you said maybe he'll take the trip with them to milwaukee and play a little bit against the nets because the nets aren't a very good team and then head back to Westchester. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting, but I, I did think that was kind of a, a funny thing today. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, it, it's one of those things. I think the bucks are, you know, probably going to yo-yo him, um, a yep. fair bit. Uh, and it's, it's interesting. We haven't talked about it at all, but one thing we've taken for granted is the bucks injury or lack of injuries. Um, obviously, you know, Chris Middleton is a huge loss, but, um, from the perspective of, the rotation that the Bucks knew they were going to have kind of coming into the season, uh, obviously adding Tony Snell at the very end of the preseason. Uh, I mean, Jason Terry missed a couple games due to, um, you know, a death in the family. But uh, other than that, I mean, they're, they're actually, I mean, knock on wood, we kind of joked about how the Bucks rotations were partially, you know, so uh, deep because they haven't had injuries. And mm-hmm. um, so far, uh, you know, not to, jinx anything but uh, again there haven't been any injuries really i mean you haven't yeah. heard about anybody being dinged up even at all there were a number of guys in late in the preseason that had ankle injuries and guys were kind of missing games here and there uh but since the regular season started um knock on wood famous last words i guess uh the bucks have pretty much been at full health other than obviously middleton so uh we'll be interesting to see if if how long that continues right and that's kind of another thing to watch out for too as we think about um you know, the Bucks and, and how good they can be. Obviously, yep. encouraging what we saw tonight, just sort of from a, um, getting wins that they should get uh, perspective. Um, but uh, hopefully the, that good health continues. And obviously, a lot of times when teams maybe surprise a little bit, that's that's often part of the, the story is, is a team's, you know, having good health and, and not being, uh, you know, fighting the injury bug, which obviously the Bucks have have dealt with probably, I don't know, it seems like the Bucks have had worse luck than, than many other teams the last five years or so or even go back a decade if you want to include yeah. the, the bogut years. Yeah. So anyway, thankful for good health. Thankful for a road win and uh, hopeful of uh, the Bucks taking care of business again on Saturday and hopefully moving above f- 500 on further game. Uh, but we'll see. And then obviously they've got uh, some more difficult games coming up thereafter. So it'd be good to bank some wins here before that starts. So can you imagine our Monday podcast if Saturday does not go well? Like, Think about how happy and just like nonchalant tonight has been. And man, if they blow one to the Nets on Saturday, whew, scared Frank. Yeah, well, if the Badgers win win the Big Ten, then probably people won't notice as much. But um, <laughs> true. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We probably have a fair number of uh, Marquette fans who don't like the Badgers who listen to us as well. So I like both. Hey, I grew up rooting for both. But um. But yeah, we'll we'll hopefully not face that world when we record on Sunday night or whenever we record next. Um, but uh, we will see. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully Giannis can get that triple double he missed tonight. Yeah, on Saturday. So, uh, so anyway, th- for Eric, I'm Frank. Thanks for listening again. Listen to us every day. We talk about the Bucks, so you don't have to. 
And uh, but tonight, you know, it actually was. I mean, why wouldn't you want to talk about the Bucks? Go talk about the Bucks. Go buy some tickets. <laughs> Go check out the Bucks on Saturday. Make Giannis happy. Yeah. Hashtag attendance shaming. Um, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys soon and uh, have a great weekend and enjoy the games.